Welcome to A Sister and Her Mister, a podcast where we show you the real behind the scenes of how we balance the PCOS lifestyle in our marriage, gluten and dairy free. I'm Talene, your fellow sister and registered dietitian. And I'm Sirak, husband, engineer, and PCOS personal trainer. We're going to make PCOS a little less overwhelming and a lot more fun. day time we just had a full day of walking around in gardens of a garden called the roger roger's garden is this place here in newport it's like a nursery and they have the most beautiful flowers and sidak promised me today that we would buy one with the fantasy football winnings i had because because (laughs) i once the several hundred dollars and because I caused so much stress to Talia, I promised her that I would get her something with that money I won. With, the, with that portion of money. So I demanded flowers. Like a pot that I can put outside on the patio. I mean, I expected that we're <laughs> going to get like a cool big plant. Like I was expecting something we could hang off the, the roof of the patio and just like, it's like beautiful. That would have been nice to be and honest. And then as, I, as we're walking around this place, Talia all of a sudden goes... Hey, how about we get small, four small plants and pot them here in this big... Is that what I sound like? (laughs) So we got... Yeah, there's this little area you can pot things. So we potted our own flowers. We picked some. And we had a relaxing day because we've been a little stressed lately. I mean, we've been working really hard. And between personal life and work life... You barely get time to really relax. I mean, yeah. I barely could wake up today. I was so tired from the week and like every day waking up to go to work and then working late at night and then just, you know, the lack of sleep, I'm sure. I mean, he you, literally you. rolled out of bed, rolled, slid his body one leg, then the next, like and then just I slipped out of the bed. It was just like, I feel like when I was sleeping... Someone is injecting some sort of like drug into me to keep me asleep. Like, and I'm fighting this person to to wake up. Like, I'm there's a battle. Like, I'm like no. Like, you know, like when like this uh, in the movies when somebody wakes up in the hospital and they rip off all the wires oh off their body goodness. and they're like, oh, get me out of here. That's me, but I can't do it because somebody is injecting so much stuff into me that I just can't get out. That's how I feel. It it is like when I'm uh. Like when sleeping. he's sleeping. Yeah. Ever since I've known him, he's loved sleep. And I really think that it's because you never would get enough sleep before we moved in together. He had like a one and a half hour commute to work and then a one and a half or two hour commute back home. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to wake up at like five and then stay up all night studying and doing all the things you want to do and then sleeping at 12 and day after day the same horrible sleep schedule i think you just have like you know an off stress hormone situation like most sisters out there and this is how you are an honorary sister (laughs) (laughs) we haven't made that official yet but yeah it's gotten a little bit better now that we got married and we moved in together my schedule is so much easier now that i live closer to work but i think i have some improvement there's the, still room for improvement. Yeah, with, with, with sleep and just, you know, balancing out the stress hormones for me. Yeah, I think we're just sleeping too late at night now. Yeah. Because you have to wake up so early. And, I mean, 
this wasn't like how we wanted to start the episode, but like it perfectly syncs <laughs> with the topic of the episode, which is adrenal fatigue, stress, anxiety, and like how all that links together and ways we can kind of prevent and resolve yeah. resolve those issues. Yeah, oftentimes sisters think that the stress and anxiety is like them who, you know, their personality. Oh, it's just me. I'm just like this. But really, it's your hormones triggering this situation this like mental state and so Mm -hmm. once you understand what's happening underneath it all then you'll be more inclined to make certain changes that we'll talk about later in this episode and it's Mm -hmm. oh and and it's not just like like it's not just like oh your hormones are causing it well your hormones are causing it because something is triggering Triggering your hormones so like what maybe something external you know affecting you to make your hormones become triggered like that yeah so let's get down to the bottom of this. Yeah, let's start. Why don't you start, babe? What is happening with our hormones? So basically, we have these little adrenal glands on top of our kidneys, and they pump our stress hormones. Mm-hmm. And so when they pump our stress hormones, when we're stressed, and we'll talk about what triggers this type of stress and what you can do about it, this causes more cortisol to be made and less progesterone to be made. Progesterone is a hormone that we are supposed to have to ovulate and to, you know, get our periods regular and get healthy skin and it affects our um, GABA hormone. So if you have progesterone, it supports GABA and that's a calming uh, neurotransmitter. I hear progesterone all the time, like online when I go through like different PCOS like articles or like pieces of information and I always see progesterone as one of those hormones that are like important for your PCOS health so and everyone's always asking too like how do I get my progesterone up and like my progesterone's low and what's happening so we'll talk about how to get your progesterone back in order and once that's in order a lot of your symptoms will clear up Mm -hmm. including your stress yeah and And, yeah and like like what Talian said progesterone calms calms you down because it helps support what's called GABA, which is a neurotransmitter that's put that puts a stop to the panic and stress. Right. And yeah. And she mentioned cortisol. So high cortisol blocks progesterone receptors, which means that you cannot efficiently use the little progesterone that you are making. So because like you have PCOS, you may already struggle to create this progesterone. And then the high cortisol is not going to block those receptors and therefore, you're not going to um, efficiently use it. Use little progesterone that you even have. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the other day, I was listening to a podcast. And it was actually, it wasn't related to PCOS. And the podcast was um, this neuroscientist. And he was talking about cortisol and how it relates to, like, pretty much uh, people getting sick and disease. And he said this one thing that was really uh, intriguing to me. He said cortisol when your body releases high amounts of cortisol, which is a stress hormone, um, your your uh, body is sending all these uh, all this blood to your limbs, to your legs, to your hands, to your brain, like your head. Basically, is trying to give you all this, um, make you ready to to get into f- fight or flight mode, which is you know um, why stress. you feel stress. Mm-hmm. So when that happens. Um, not only is your limbs full of blood and your body's ready to fight or fly, 
but it stops all of your regenerative processes in your in your body what what does that mean that means like all the things that your body uses to recover the, the recovery process it shuts that down so like when want when your body needs to recover like the nails your skin hair growth hair growth acne all like all those things that when you sleep your body is trying to recover all that gets shut down because all your body cares about is producing cortisol yeah, to survive yeah to, all it cares about is surviving that that moment because it thinks you're in some sort of situation so exactly. that's why like we say cortisol and lowering cortisol is so important you don't want to make your body think you're in this state and that relates to like working out and like when you work out so like over exercise which is another reason why you get adrenal fatigue is you over workout over exercise and mm -hmm. your cortisol is raised and I like talking continue here because I've been talking for no, a, <laughs> that's like, right. And especially like you said, at night when we regenerate um, our hair and our everything starts, our cells regenerate at night when we sleep with, you know, women with PCOS often have insomnia and um, because of cortisol levels being high at night and low during the day, which is totally. you should have enough energy during the day. It should be high during the day and then low at night. So you relax. Mm -hmm. But if it's, high at night you can't sleep your cells aren't regenerating you you're probably going to suffer from hair loss and all of these things and and then it's also really hard to lose weight because that cortisol makes the fat um accumulate in the stomach area and that's mm -hmm. why women with pcos really struggle with the stomach area more than anything yeah that really relates to sleep too because if you have any sleep issues like insomnia and you just have trouble like falling asleep it's most likely to do with the cortisol levels in your body like being triggered from coffee probably or maybe over exercising yeah coffee over exercising we have a whole bunch of different triggers we're going to yeah. get into yeah let's get into those yeah but before we do i just want to mention that estrogen dominance is another issue for women with pcos many women have this if you get your hormones checked you can see if you have it mm -hmm. don't just take a supplement for it willy-nilly without seeing if you actually have estrogen dominance and this um often happens when we have like uh, let me see, like hormone disrupting chemicals in our, you know, environment or um, just it's basically a hormonal issue that most women with PCOS suffer with that affect your mood because compared to progesterone, if your estrogen is higher and your progesterone never, um, re uh, <laughs> never surpasses it so that you can ovulate and all of these wonderful things to happen when you have higher progesterone because your estrogen is too high then anxiety and i've taken a supplement for estrogen dominance before called vitex hmm. and it really helped never heard of that one yeah it was really good and then i took it for like too long i took it for two months and then by the third month i was like oh my gosh this is too much for me oh really yeah and then i had to stop what did you feel it, anxiety because oh, it was like yeah every time i woke up in the morning i had anxiety because every time i took the pill and i was like i think i'm done with this supplement yeah. like it did its job so be your own doctor you know if you feel right on something or mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. speaking of that we'll talk about birth control <laughs> yeah totally okay so let's get into triggers of stress and adrenal fatigue and anxiety in pcos yes so let's see so one of the major triggers is inflammation mm -hmm. something we talk about all the time yeah inflammation like we always say is the, one of the causes of disease and uh 
basically underlying your body issue. aging. Yeah. And all the like all the underlying issues of your body. When you have inflammation, your body's trying to fight it. It's using all of its resources to fight inflammation. Yeah, and your your cortisol is higher, your stress hormones are higher because mm-hmm. you're in a chronic state of inflammation because you're constantly eating or doing the things that are causing inflammation, gluten like, yeah, and dairy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So if you're gluten and dairy free, you've already taken out all the food triggers all yeah. the all the triggers like food you've taken that out which is like one, the number one most important thing yeah you could take a food sensitivity test to see if you have other food triggers but the main mm. ones are usually gluten and dairy and so once you take that out like you said it can help so much with your mood yeah. to the point where if you eat gluten and dairy you'll feel like my client has told me one of my clients told me she has like anger like she literally feels rage anger and discomfort like in her body when she eats gluten and dairy after she started cutting it out and it's Mm -hmm. interesting because a lot of so a study shows showed that women with pcos have low serotonin which is like the feel-good neurotransmitter transmitter Mm -hmm. and so what we eat is really important because 400 times more serotonin is found in your gut in your stomach than in your brain so if you're eating foods that are inflammatory and it's ruining like the Mm -hmm. lining of your stomach um you know how i mentioned in the other episodes where your body releases zonulin and those tight junctions that hold your stomach together loosen up Mm -hmm. and cause particles to get out and cause chronic inflammation in your bloodstream in your body and when when you're ruining the integrity of your stomach lining by eating inflammatory foods you're also disrupting your serotonin levels which is where you know which is 400 times more totally in your stomach yeah there was actually a recent study like they 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 found a couple of years ago where they found all these brain receptors or i should i should say uh, neurotransmitters like 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 cells in the in the stomach and that's why they found that probiotics are very very um important and for gut health and also for like depression stress anxiety and they've seen that probiotics help with um preventing alzheimer's dementia and other uh, mental issues so like you you would never think that the stomach and the brain are so connected mm-hmm. but now like it's been shown that in fact so so much of this is connected between what you eat so if you constantly eat things that are bad like time mentioned you're gonna put your stomach in a state of a bad you know bad state therefore yeah you're gonna have possibly like you know stress anxiety as a result mental problems exactly exactly so if you know that gluten and dairy is a trigger for you and it's causing you harm Mm -hmm. then you need to like take care of that you know and and that doesn't go for everyone but most of the people listening are trying to go gluten and dairy free probably or thinking about it Mm -hmm. and so you you try it for a couple months you see if it works for you and if you're feeling a difference then for sure it's not only about weight it's also about how you're feeling like mentally and um you know if your stomach is bloated and so on mm-hmm. yeah. so another trigger is blood sugar issues and so i know 70 percent of women with pcos have insulin resistance so this is a big one because that insulin triggers high testosterone and then when you have high testosterone your mood also changes from that too yeah so um and that also lowers progesterone as well yeah and something you've you've taken with the blood sugar 
issues is the ovacetol or you yeah. mentioned that it helps with these blood sugar issues is uh ovacetol you can take that and it really help with uh, that dizziness if you're feeling dizzy or if you have cravings. headaches cravings exactly yeah. if you're having a lot of insulin resistance so that insulin is floating around in your bloodstream triggering high testosterone mm-hmm. and this demonic craving that we talked about in that episode about yeah. cravings that that horrible feeling you're just gonna <laughs> die if you don't eat something with sugar or carbs that that person wanted to get their bible and read a verse because they were like <laughs> feeling demonic <laughs> yeah ovastol helps with that that is what it mm-hmm. targets it mm-hmm. helps with that insulin resistance caffeine oh, so this is a good one yeah like i do this to myself sometimes and i don't have pcos again with that statement <laughs> sometimes i'll drink you know a little bit too much coffee and it'll i'll I'll notice right away like an hour later i'm feeling tense i'm feeling like i'm overreacting to like you know you see something in the corner of your eye and you just turn around because again you just like you raise your stress hormones up because your body is not used to high like that that much caffeine all the time so or caffeine at all and that same thing goes to you sisters is Try to basically take caffeine out of your diet or like it might cause cause like adrenal fatigue and your stress hormones to go up. Yeah. And And maybe you don't even realize it because your stress hormones are already up all the time. Mm -hmm. And this is just like a thing that contributes to it. But you're just in a chronic state of stress. You don't even know. Totally. If you take out the coffee, you'll probably notice that you're not getting the jitters or you're not getting that like that we're like you're trying to think but your brain is going too fast yeah like all that feeling is most likely because of coffee like i've had the same issues so like i've reduced my coffee intake to like two to three cups but obviously for if you have pcos try to just eliminate coffee just eliminate it for yeah like Talian the doesn't first drink coffee Talian doesn't have any p- uh, caffeine i actually. don't have any caffeine even if you have fatigue mm-hmm. that will clear up as your hormones balance as your um, cortisol levels balance and everything the inflammation is targeted and everything your fatigue will go away mm-hmm. the coffee is not going to help it go away yeah. you shouldn't be fatigued all day long you know that's a hormonal issue that coffee can't fix for you yeah and if you love the taste of coffee like me try to go to decaf although decaf has low amounts of uh, caffeine in it still but it's still better than you know a cup yeah. of coffee yeah um speaking of like I said, being used to that state of stress, mm-hmm. there's over-exercising. So yeah. a lot of women are like going really hard at the gym because you really want to lose weight. And the doctor was like, you know, go and Raising lose weight, your do your thing. Yeah. And that adrenaline rush, that feeling you get from like working out really hard feels good in that moment. It's almost addicting. And your your body is like, you know, wants to be at yeah. that level but it's actually afterwards like not so good for your hormones because mm-hmm. of that cortisol and stress hormone rush you get from doing intense cardio and totally. things like that. And it's not even just like in my opinion as a per- PCOS personal trainer, but even just as a personal trainer, like I've been working out for pretty much 15 years and longer if I consider like my kid years. But like I've always noticed from when I used to overwork out that I wouldn't recover as well. I would come back to the gym and my muscles it would be aching and I just wouldn't be able to perform. And I just saw like my body wasn't like recovering and getting into the shape I wanted to be. And then like through the years, I learned that I, I had to cut back on the sets, the reps, cut back on the intensity just a little bit. 
and I was I saw a much better improvement in like how my body performed, how it looked, and so the same goes to like to to you all like if you're trying to lose weight or just be in good shape. A lot of times, going like scaling it back a little is gonna really do it's wonders. It's actually gonna help you. Yeah, slowing gonna, your workouts. Yeah, it's gonna give your body a chance to recover, which is like the number yeah. one thing you want after your workout. Yeah, think of how you feel after your workout because oftentimes um, when we're like taking all these like caffeine supplements or pre-workout, post-workout, whatever that's like pumping us up during the workout afterwards mm-hmm. you just want to crash like you yeah. you just can't hang the next day because mm-hmm. you're so um tired your body's like beat from yeah. all of that yeah and another topic that relates to adrenal fatigue and stress hormones that is a trigger is birth control let's talk about this one if you're taking birth control it can deplete a lot of nutrients so um vitamin b vitamin d all of these things that help with your mood are not being absorbed as well because of birth control. Not just that, it's completely taking over your hormonal balance. I, it doesn't matter if they say it's a low dose or mm-hmm. this is the lowest dose of whatever. It, it, it still can trigger a hormonal um, reaction in your body that affects your mood and multiple other things. It's like a cascade effect yeah. that it has. So... When if you choose to take birth control, then you have to be really careful with you assessing self assessment. If you don't feel right, if you mm-hmm. if you feel like you're off for a long time, or the scale is creeping up because it's affecting your hormones, and you know you are your best doctor. You nobody is forcing you to take any type of medication. You can do whatever is right for you, and you need to self-assess and see like, is this helping? Do I feel okay right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or evaluate if you want to look at other options because oftentimes you're like cornered at the doctor's office and they tell you like, this is your only option. Yeah. They don't and elaborate. They don't anybody else they're not to- gonna, Yeah, they're not going to say gluten and dairy. Like they're, mm-hmm. they just know the facts, the scientific, um, you know, studies and whatever they have learned from school, Mm -hmm. what they're going to provide you is metformin, ovacetol, spirolactone. I mean, sorry, metformin, spirolactone and birth control, not ovacetol. That's a supplement. Yeah. And if you, yeah, if you want to go any further than that, you have to research or find us (laughs) or like find like a PCOS specialist, hopefully that knows about all these things. But obviously, like, birth control is your choice, and it's at the end of the day, like, you should do what you think is right for your body. But our suggestion, as Tali mentioned, is try to go maybe, like, through the natural way first, through, like, maybe uvacetol, and then trying to gluten dairy-free diet. Those two things are, like, big staples in yeah. reversing your symptoms naturally. And obviously, after that, I think, like, birth control could be an option if you don't see, like, your um, where you're at. I, I think I beg to differ because you if mean? you don't see results going mm-hmm. gluten and dairy free, taking a cell, if you're one of if one of few people that don't see any results from doing that, there is so much you can do to understand your hormones. You can get a hormone test. You can see if your estrogen is too high or your okay. progesterone is low, or so your you're testosterone. Dig further. Don't just dig stop further. there. Don't just yeah. stop and go to birth control after yeah. those two things. Yeah. Dig further, see what exactly. else. Okay, I like that. I, you know what? I stopped at step <laughs> after step two. I should have 
<laughs> reroute, reroute. Right. Well, I'm not. You, you're the diet, okay. PCOS dietitian. A here. lot of people think that you know they get discouraged and they're like, "I'm just gonna go on birth control. There's, this there's is too much for on me." Your white sweater. I know there's dirt on my sweater from going to Roger's garden and potting for plants. That's true. <laughs> okay. So uh, before we go on to like. Um, resolving the or uh, not resolving uh, fixing what you can do about yeah, all what of this you can do um, we should just mention uh, not to like target vegans or vegetarians or anything like that you know we're all um, we're all friends here we're all friends here <laughs> but we just wanted to just, just make a suggestion here or like just make a note here in case um, you are vegan and vegetarian and you're experiencing and, and, anxiety yeah and you have anxiety uh, studies have shown that if you don't have if you don't get enough protein and you don't, you're not getting those specific amino acids that make those neurotransmitters and hormones work. And also such things as iron and zinc, omega-3s, B vitamins. All those things that come from me are mm-hmm. like very important. And they're directly related to anxiety, stress, adrenal fatigue, and basically balancing all those out. So just be, just be aware... Yeah. And I see a lot of clients who are vegan or vegetarian experiencing anxiety because of nutrient deficiencies yeah. like this. Yeah. So try to like supplement. at least supplement those see things if, if you can't eat meat, you know? Yeah. So Go pescatarian. <laughs> yeah. If that's an option. Um, okay. So what can we do yeah. with all of this information? Now you know some of the triggers. Mm-hmm. What's happening hormonally. All this is reversible. Yeah. All, all of this, this is reversible. Yes. So what can you do to target all of this? So there's supplements, omega-3 yeah. fats. Well, we should first, I think, mention like the, like, like all the things we talked about, all the, all the triggers. Mm-hmm. So to, to prevent these things, try to avoid co- uh, coffee, coffee yeah. and any caffeine products, like pretty much um, as much as you can all the time. Sugar. And sugar, trying to avoid inflammatory, uh, inflammatory foods such as gluten, dairy, or like just get those out of your diet and you're going to get pretty much rid of all the inflammation. Most. Most, if not all, because of everything else you're doing in your life, right? Yeah. So, and uh, great supplements that you can take are omega-3s. Yes. So, yeah, they're essential in building your mm-hmm. brain and like 60% of your brain is built from fatty acids like omega-3. So studies show that omega-3 helps with anxiety. Yeah. 20% reduction in anxiety. Yeah. Actually like omega-3, like I am a huge, huge proponent of, yes. not just because of this episode, but like I take uh, four pills a day of Ooh. omega-3s and it's, I don't think it's just omega-3s. Shoot. Like it has a combination of omega-3, 6, and 9. I can... Um, link you guys like like the where I buy from Amazon. If you guys are curious, just message on the DM us on the podcast, and I can uh, send you guys the exact one that I buy. And uh, but so there's so many studies that show like different benefits. One, it helps with all these mental issues, not just stress and anxiety like we're talking about, but also with Alzheimer's, with dementia, with basically they've shown that it helps with all of these aging mental problems because this uh this these fatty acids in the omega-3 is basically giving your brain more layers and layers of like this this fat that it needs in there and it also helps with (laughs) your metabolism it helps with 
uh, if you're like trying to maybe possibly lose weight, it's going to help you with that because it's going to help you um, maintain your cravings at a low level because the fat is a slow digest is being mm-hmm. slowly digested by your mm-hmm. stomach so your stomach is feeling um, feeling fulfilled for longer especially if you take it with uh, food like with a meal or if you yeah, take it with it some sort of supplement better. yeah mm-hmm. it absorbs so much better so i'm going on a tangent here but like i love omega-3s like it's amazing yeah and then there's cbd cbd mm. another one very similar in the way it works we're cbd crazy in this family yeah i mean i would say me more because i take like a double dose every day yeah he takes it a lot my dad's rubbing well i got yeah i got his dad i got my our dad into it because yeah it's so great so cbd it will not get you high it will just get get out there my nail lady said she's like that's cbd so bad first of all i buy everyone's high like first i buy mine online so obviously you can't buy THC products online in America like that. that's not allowed. So it has no THC in it. The brand that I buy, the completely not not affiliated is uh, Pure Spectrum CBD. I think PureSpectrumCBD.com is their their website or there's like CBDMD.com. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all like THC free and you have and those websites are like one of the best because you have to make sure that your CBD is the pure spectrum kind because there's a lot of CBDs that have the very important compounds um, filtered out because it's cheaper to make it that way. Mm-hmm. However, the legit places, the ones where like it might be like slightly a little bit more expensive, the reason is is because they've made it the, the legit way where all those important compounds that help with inflammation, help with stress, anxiety, they're all in there. So like that's our, that's the reason we're saying take CBD is because it helps with inflammation, lowering all that down. Yeah. And all sisters have inflammation. That's mm-hmm. like the root issue for main mainly most people with PCOS. It starts with inflammation. So the more you do about inflammation, mm-hmm. CBD, omega threes, gluten and dairy free, everything we're saying, the yeah. better off your hormones are going to be. Yeah, and it's also like it calms it calms you down. So like it's gonna give you a state of like calmness and like being like just relaxed and not like you're high it's just more like your brain is in a you know a relaxed state yeah what do you think of the gummies yeah i remember one time you got us the gummies and i liked it but like the thing is i don't know like like if it's like the pure spectrum kind and i don't know if it was a high dose like it was 10 milligrams and like now i take one where it's like 50 milligrams each dose i like that more because it's like you know, like more, you're getting more CBD. Whereas a gummy, it's like this little thing. I don't feel like it does enough. <laughs> I thought I would take the gummies. Oh yeah, it worked for you. I thought it worked for me. Because, I thought yeah, it you're gave not you used like to an instant dose, little yeah. boost of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's like this gummy THC, uh, not yeah. THC, uh, CBD ones as well. And we were wedding planning around that time when I had those gummies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I thought I was fine, but I was in a state of stress. I tend to like think that i'm fine when i'm not yeah and that that really helped with like calming me down so those are like some of the supplements you can take but there's also like things you can do yourself um physically mentally so like telling you want to mention like why circadian rhythm is so important girl if you have pcos circadian rhythm needs to be in the back of your mind at all Mm -hmm. times so this is basically 
Um, your sleep are you you know sleeping at night and Mm -hmm. just okay your body has a rhythm okay and that's why we have eating times and sleeping times and a pattern that we need to stick to at all times so Mm -hmm. that the proper hormones are released at the proper times in the proper amounts and like at night certain things happen to your body in the during the day certain things happen to your Mm -hmm. body so in order for everything to stay in balance and in rhythm of the order that it needs to be, we yeah. have to make sure that our circadian rhythm is yeah. correct. So how do you do that? You know, sleeping between 11 and 7 o'clock really helps for your hormonal balance. If you can't do that, then you have to work on it by doing certain things during the day. So that's doing an earlier workout not drinking coffee, going on a walk in the morning and having those like morning rays of light wake you up because they're different than the evening rays of light that help you actually calm down. So these, you know, going on a little walk here and there, eating at the right times. Mm -hmm. I cannot stress this enough, like breakfast, lunch, dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're uh, doing intermittent fasting and it's working for Mm -hmm. you, go for it. But I'm just saying like these meal times are also really important for your insulin levels and so that's a hormone that's released you know more and less and more and less depending on like what time you eat so Mm -hmm. if you eat in a certain pattern in a certain rhythm then that hormone is going to be released at the right times and not over released when you eat a huge meal and not anything during the day yeah like some people don't eat anything during the day then a huge dinner all this insulin is released so bad it's so bad for your hormones that's not how it should work in your body so metabolism your hormones everything that's like one yeah suddenly you're like storing all of it as fat because you're not going to burn in yeah and so on and this like such an interesting thing that talian said like your our body does like these these crazy things that we don't even realize when you wake up and the sun hits your body your, yeah. your body knows it's the sun. So it releases releases these hormones, hormones to, yeah. to wake you up eventually and to put you in a state of, you know, the right mood to start Awake. your day. Mm-hmm. And then, like, as you're going throughout your day, when you have lunch, it knows from where the sun is, like, as your day is going. And when it's nighttime, it's releasing, like, melatonin and yeah. other hormones to kind of put you in the state of sleep. And, like, when you eat dinner, same thing. So... When- when you're staring at your cell phone at like 11 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. that's triggering your body to think that it's still sunshine and you should still be yes. awake. And that's why they have night shift and night shift glasses to yeah. to make sure that your body isn't being triggered at the wrong time. So yeah. when you put those on at night, yeah. it's to say it's time to wind down. Yeah. And that's why it's important basically is to get in a consistent sleeping rhythm, circadian rhythm, just so your body is like on that nice schedule exactly and like kind of related to this is um, a little bit related is like working out and like possibly things like that like the regular sauna is kind of taking the energy out of your brain like all this like sometimes we have stress and anxiety because we like we overthink Mm -hmm. because we're just like we're sitting all day at the office working and we're not just getting our body to move and like things. So we, you just need to work out, right? So we mentioned earlier over-exercising. So if you just work out right, that by itself is going to help reduce a lot of the stress and anxiety. Getting yeah. that energy out of your brain because it's all pent up in there. Yeah, exactly. Or controlling your mind through meditation. Yes. 
and um like you said sauna just like it it shuts your mind down Mm -hmm. a little bit and even having like a focus phrase or some type of mantra that keeps Mm -hmm. your mind right because even those stressful thoughts are going to trigger stress hormones and the whole thing with cortisol like you said it's it's gonna cause your uh, cell regeneration to shut down like if you're constantly in a state of stress thinking stressful thoughts and talking negatively to yourself on all of this it's going to be even harder to lose weight because oh, yeah. you are literally <clears throat> pumping cortisol which causes fat to um, hang out in your stomach mm-hmm. area so what i'm saying is if you think right yeah just by thinking you could lose weight yeah meditation <laughs> is, is like really good and if you don't know how to start meditating like me and Tyne had no idea how to meditate start with one mm-hmm. of the apps like uh, in your, on your phone like we use headspace yeah there's calm there's a bunch of other ones there's like there's free options there's paid options whatever you do try to find the app because that will really teach you how to do it and you'll be surprised like my first time i was like okay this is cool and then the second time i realized how much better i felt that i was addicted to it yeah and now like 10 minutes before we even started this podcast he was on his reverse uh table thing doing a 10 minute meditation upside down yeah my inversion table inversion table it hangs you upside down so that your spine stretches (laughs) (laughs) and then while i do that i do meditation so okay i should actually maybe talk about what that so okay inversion table why do i use it so we have scoliosis (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, we have scoliosis. A lot of people have scoliosis, which is like a, like a slight bend in your spine. It's like a common thing now these days. And um, but like even for everybody, why an inversion table can be beneficial is so every day when you sit, even when you stand, your spine is being compressed, like just to the simple effect of gravity is just is pulling our bodies down. Right. So like your spine every day gets compressed a certain amount. However, when you sleep, your body is a- actually able to decompress and you get you get like 99.999% of that length back. However, over time as you like gra- over time that just adds up that compression. And that's why like if you've noticed people who are maybe older, like you know, in their 80s, 90s, they're usually like a little scrunched up, you know, like an accordion. <laughs> Shorter. Like, 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 like an accordion uh-huh. their spine is like an accordion and, yeah and like the reason really is is because they've just been comp- their spine they have been compressed over time all this sitting all this standing all this like just constant um gravity pulling on their spine and you want to reverse why, it yeah my that's why i do an inversion table is like to reverse that myself and it's the studies show that it really helps with that and and it actually helps with blood circulation too because your Mm -hmm. blood just completely rushed to your brain so it's just something i've been using and not related to this at all but sirak is very good at self-care like yeah i try to find the day i've met you you've made time for stress management for inversion table that's why i have so much to say that. about all these things this i could go hours should be an hour long because like all these things that we're talking about like i know personally before this like piece the pcos topic 
came into my life with Tallinn. Yeah. Because I just was so much into self care and all this stuff. So I'm so glad that, like I'm here with Tallinn yeah. now. You've developed the habits of doing most of the things on this list: the CBD, the omega threes, yeah, the rituals of meditation and things like this. It's yeah. a habit that you have to form over time and we're telling you all of these things just choose one and start with that yeah like you'll just get used to it. you'll see the benefits and then yeah you'll totally. keep doing it and we didn't mention um a couple of other supplements yeah, you could look at look at them yeah. as supplements is essential oils lavender oh, oil that's not a supplement but yeah. you can put that in a diffuser and yeah sniff it. exactly <laughs> lavender oil has sedative qualities so like yeah. when you take a bath or get a diffuser it'll really help and then there's green tea, which is, it has L-theanine in it. It's mm -hmm. a compound that studies have shown helps you stay calm. And so you can also take an L-theanine supplement if you don't like green tea. So typically people take 200 milligrams twice daily in supplement form. I've taken the supplement. I really like it. I mean, anything that will continue to boost my um, inflammation and stress I'll take because mm -hmm. no matter what you do, you're still going to um, experience stress. This is like a normal part of living. And so you really want to combat it with the right thing. So L-theanine is something that yeah. helps with that. Yeah. And B, B, vitamins. Yeah, B vitamins, very essential for stress management, energy, and like your neurotransmitter balance. We mentioned earlier with meat, it contains B12 and other amino acids. So like B vitamins, very important for those neurotransmitters that relate to stress and anxiety and adrenal fatigue. And of course, for energy as well. Yes. Yeah, that really caps off all the stuff about adrenal fatigue, stress, anxiety. But let's not forget, we never do our... Win of the week. Yeah, our sister of the week, as I like to call it. Sister of the week, Lillian. Yes. She DM'd me. She sent me a before and after and she sent this awesome message, babe. Do you want to read it? Okay. Two months, she says. In two months of being gluten and dairy-free and taking back my health, I've lost 22 pounds, seen a normal cycle, and now, after almost two and a half years of an infertility journey that came after a second trimester miscarriage, I am pregnant with our rainbow miracle. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? Good job, Lily. I'm so happy for you. And I think in this picture right here, I see them holding a baby. Yeah. Well, guess what? She adopted a oh, child. Oh, they adopted as well. That's right. I remember while this she was, because she realized, you know, this infertility journey is so challenging. This yeah. and that, or whatever, triggered mm -hmm. them to adopt a child. Boom. She got pregnant. Yeah. After going gluten and dairy free, regulating her periods. That's and so getting a normal cycle and all of this. Yeah. And she had like a two and a half year journey. And, you know, had some tough times and like, we're so like yeah. glad you kept going. Like it's the toughest part. You trusted us yeah. and you went gluten and dairy free and for yeah. two months. And she even, she, in this message she wrote, I've lost 22 pounds, but later she DM me and she said she hit her 30 pound goal. Wow. That's amazing. That's great. I'm going to end up crying one day on the podcast. I swear. Sometimes Colleen <laughs> sends me like testimonials, like via text while I'm at, <laughs> when I'm at my other engineering job and. Like, I'll read it, and I'm like, oh my, I'm going to, like, tear up sometimes. At work. Like, <laughs> it's so nice, the things that people say, that you ladies say. Like, yeah. one, to my wife, it always makes me happy that my wife is doing, like, this wonderful thing to the community. But then when I read my name in there, <laughs> I get so happy, like, on top yeah. of that ten, tenfold, maybe, then, like... 
just it's an it's amazing awesome. experience that we're all in right now seriously we're really amazed at the power of social media and being able to reach all of you sisters out there who are struggling with pcos and mm-hmm. not finding a platform that you can relate to that's really giving you a solution to it yeah and we're so blessed to be able to touch your lives yeah. so keep sending us these wonderful messages that seriously make yeah. our days yeah really do <laughs> really do well, thank you for joining on this us on this episode. Yes. I mean, we, we started this one out pretty tired, but I feel really energetic <laughs> now. Like, this is great. We should just continue for a whole I other know. hour. Let's keep babbling. So what are you guys going to do now? You're going to light a candle. You're going to order Lavender some oil. supplements. Yeah. You're going to plan your gluten and dairy-free meals. Yeah. And just <laughs> keep your head straight, meditate, meditating, you know, clear thoughts and just getting yes. your mantra, picking a mantra, getting that in your head and just kind of you know yeah this doing is one it one day at a time piece to the puzzle of the weight loss journey stress yeah. management yeah all right we'll see you all next week we hope you have a great week and yeah talk okay. to you soon bye bye hey if you enjoyed listening to this podcast you have to check out our upcoming course meal prep and workout for pcos weight loss we've got four weeks worth of video content that will help you learn to cook our quick gluten and dairy free recipes and also feel great with our PCOS friendly workouts. Learn to live the PCOS lifestyle and lose weight with our guidance and help. Link in the description.